This is a podcast from Rover. Nadine Chalmers Ross and husband Dan join us in the studio this morning. G'day, mate. Good morning. It's Great to see you. Um, Mel's is, we call him the pod father. He's on a lot of podcasts. Yep. You've got your own, you've got a couple there, Mel's. You're on our one, that's three. Uh, Bryce Casey popping up on the odd podcast now, I see. Yeah, yeah. really, really throw my hat into the ring. I wanted to be like Mel's, um, pod blackadder. That's he was a rugby player. Um, I, want, I wanted to get in there as well. Uh, but I just recently, my wife and I, um, I reckon they did it. They, my wife was the bigger pull in this chat, um, but we're invited onto this brand new podcast, and we are episode one of your guys' new podcast. Do you want to tell us the name of it and what it's yep. about? It, uh, it came out last week on Thursday. That's right. It's called The Human Race, which is basically um, interviewing different people who are or have been in the race of their lives to create a life. And it's born of our own um, mm-hmm. experience of trying to create a family. And we just found that it was really bloody lonely. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. every time we opened our mouths about it, other people said, oh, thank you for being so brave and open. And I'm like, oh, I'm just looking for some connection with another human who knows what I'm going through. Yeah. And so we thought, well, what if we actually created that for other people who are Great. on what is a pretty yeah. lonely road? They have yeah. coffee groups for when you have a kid. They don't have a coffee group from when you're on that journey, which is probably what you need. You know, you all meet up after you. Great point. Yeah, mm. you all you, you all do. meet up and like Rog still meets up. You Rog, you still like meet up with yours. Yeah, from twenty three years ago. 22, yeah, 23 oh, years wow. ago. Yeah, that's amazing. So the that's antenatal cool. become they become your friends, and you do have coffee groups like that. Yeah, exactly. How so? How many stories have you come across on your journey, not just for this podcast, but? When you started and you felt like, geez, is, is it just us that's having this? What's happening? Oh, so, so many. If I put something out on social media, my DMs are flooded. It's almost overwhelming because yeah. everyone's story mm. is so emotional and so loaded. And anyone who's even on the other side of that journey still feels that so viscerally mm. because you don't forget that yeah. struggle, you know? Yeah. And they're the whole gambit. It's not just kind of mum and dad trying to create a, a baby. It's gay couples and um, single women yeah. and um, also some of those stories don't end with a happy ending with yeah, a cute little baby in the bassinet and so we wanted to reflect that too. So you guys have been married six years, Dan? Yeah, that's correct. How long has your baby journey been going? And like, I mean, obviously you're really upfront about that so I'm not trying to ask yeah. questions that you don't want to ask. That's the whole point of your podcast. But the thing is there'd be so many listeners um and we know when we've talked about it, eh, that, that we'll be in the same situation at the moment. That because uh, it's not easy to make a baby. Like, how, how long have you guys been trying? No, we, on your uh, we've been uh, trying so four years, yep. um, and we've gone through IVF. Yep. Obviously, tried naturally yep. lots and lots of times, um, mm. and we've gone through a, a range of different things to try and get pregnant because there's been barriers in the way for us. Yeah. Um, I had to have surgery because I had a, a blockage in my ball bag. Yeah, um, same. Uh, yeah. I had the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So we I should go. compare balls. Yeah. I think so, not, get, not, get... not now, though, because Nadine's in <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that later. Yeah, sweet. Uh, Just go, at, least, at least move away from Nadine. <laughs> Sorry, Nadine. Uh, yeah, so they, they, they sorted out that blockage, and so then we're like, oh, sweet, we'll get pregnant now. And then the, that was a little bit of an issue, and Nadine's had um, endometriosis and oh. um, had surgery in that. Mm. And so, you know, kept coming up on these little blockages on the way, um, and so we just kind of have kept trying. We've done IVF, um, and, and still on the journey but yeah it's, it's kind of like the more people you talk to the the, the more prolific it is yeah, yeah. and also on, on another note right which I reckon would be relatable too for uh, maybe potential people listening that have either had it because I think the stats like one in four 
pregnancies end in miscarriage. I mm. believe it's around one in four. You guys may know more on that. But see, some people, you know, you quite often don't even, the, the miscarriage part might not even happen because the baby might not even be created, right? And trying to create the baby can be really tiring, hard work, unsexy stuff. Yeah. Which is what I remember talking to you guys about. <laughs> and, and, I know exactly what he's angling at. In episode one. <laughs> now, talk. take us back to COVID times. Yeah, so this will make sense in a second. Before we started IVF, um, they started us on, they call them monitored cycles. They give me a bunch of drugs, they scan you, and they go, okay, go for it for oh, the yeah. next three days. Yeah. So yeah. And you've got to really go for it. Really I remember this with it. Sharon. Yeah. Scheduled you got six. three days, do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that sounds like every man's dream, right? But, you know, it can become quite. No, it's quite clinical. Yeah, it's quite transactional. Exactly. And you're both feeling the pressure because you know how important it is. And so Dan was trying to make it more fun and less stressful. And so he started introducing dress ups to the scheduled sex. (laughs) Told you this would all make sense, guys. Now you you have Roger's attention. Because, not because of your guys' sex Mm. life, but because Rog likes to dress up as well. As a sexy fireman. Yeah, true story. We we don't need to. We don't need to. uh, It's too late now. So the the highlight of Dan's dress up was one day he came out in a suit with a clipboard and he said, "Thank you, Prime Minister." Kia ora koutou katoa, and he was Ashley Bloomfield. Danny Bloomfield. Danny Bloomfield. Yeah, Danny Bloomfield. I tell you what, yeah. she, was, she was she was well up for it then. <laughs> you do, you the do. clipboard went flying. <laughs> the was, it, was, was it around Were one you p.m.? Questions. <laughs> yeah. Were you asking questions? You asked a press conference. Yeah. Let's go level four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that's don't amazing. Anything to make a Too late, man. They don't, they don't do those anymore. Just to get them over. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Bloomfield won't work anymore. Wow. But you're so. right, and but you have you would have to try and do yeah. that stuff because I remember even from my own journey with it when in that early stage when yeah, we had those three days and when we just couldn't get pregnant at that yeah. point, right? Yeah. Like we just weren't having any luck. This was pre-even any miscarriages. And it, I, I remember feeling immense pressure on the guy's point of view because the obviously uh, the woman in this role does so much more this, you know, in terms of housing and making a baby inside. But essentially a guy is like, give me what we need for this recipe <laughs> yeah. and you're done. But I remember thinking at the time, like as it's happening, you're like, oh my God, just... Mm. Have that happen. I remember that being an honest thing because it was like, just go. Every other time you've been thinking in your life, don't go. And then this time you're like, go. And I remember just feeling like, oh, no. And then it gets into your head and it was just so unnormally – it didn't feel natural at the time. Like It can be be such a process that's not enjoyable. And yet other people – I was just speaking to someone yesterday who was like, I think we're going to have a baby in a year. I'm like, are you? (laughs) Um, How how are you going to manage that? They're like, oh, we'll start trying in three months. And I'm like, wow. Does that happen for some people? (laughs) And it does. Some people it does, does. but a lot of people it's not that way. Just on that transaction thing as well, I remember when we were trying, my wife and I, and um, we had to schedule a time and she had to come home from work and we're about to go somewhere as (laughs) a show. Who were you dressed up as? Um, No, I wasn't dressed up, Roger, but it does involve you. Um, And... um, and uh, I remember she, I could I could hear her on her phone for work coming into the house, and I was like, "Hurry up! I've got to leave. Like, there's a time factor here." And then because um, you're running busy lives, yeah, we're running busy, got lives. busy lives. And I remember 
we were mid-act and um, I, the, my phone was on the bed and it was ringing. I looked down and I go, ah, oh, it's fucking Rog. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and because we were, we were supposed to pick Rog up from work to take us to the airport to go somewhere. Is that why you were late? <laughs> yeah. You and, were so late in picking me up. Yeah. And, and I remember... I, I bet remember, he wasn't that late. I remember, I, remember, I remember Emma, my wife, going to me, fuck Rog. <laughs> It was the most unsexy thing that's ever happened. God, you were late picking me up that day. Now I know. Was why. that time successful? No. No, no, no. Not with, not with yeah. me ringing them. No. Uh, so, Nadine and Dan, you got Bryce and Sharon on your podcast. Uh, that came out last week. And uh, who else is on there? And how many eps are there? <laughs> So we've got uh, eight Eps, and we've got a really um, good range. So we've got um, some good friends of ours, a gay couple. We've got a lesbian couple. We've got somebody that's been a surrogate, um, and for Great range. complete strangers. Yeah, we've tried to sort of do the full the full gambit. Yeah, really. some people are well known, some people aren't. Our yeah. friend uh, Ria Vandervis, she's an actor on Shortland Street. She has a hell of a story to tell about the journey to conceive her son with the help of an egg donor. Um, and I guess we've tried it to make it. Uh, representative of all the different kinds of nice. journeys. Yeah. yeah. Great, great stuff. Um, has doing it, right, and finishing the podcast, and it was fun to be a part of, me and Sharon enjoyed it, right, because quite often it's quite cathartic for yourself to talk about and then know that it helps other people. Mm. We had that similar chat with Hayley Holt as a great guest when she came in last week with her book and her story, yeah. right. Um, is it What state has it left you guys in? Dan and Nadine after finishing like does it leave you uh, uh, has it left you with more hope has it left you with more um, like realisation where does it leave you guys I feel really proud of us for doing something and not just talking about doing something because we've had this idea for a while and we've actually turned it into something and even if the positive thing to come out of our fertility journey isn't yet a baby, it mm-hmm. feels like this is something positive to come out of it. It definitely is. That I've already had people um, say, oh, th- this is this is the thing that I need mm. at this point in my life. That even if they don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Yeah. At least they can have that sense of community by hearing other people talk about it and knowing they're not the only one. Because when everyone's popping out babies, and at one point in time we knew probably three couples having twins, and I'm like, oh, oh. you know, <laughs> that's a really you're hard. the richest person in the world world in my mind yep. right now. That's, wow. a, that's a really hard part, eh, when you're trying, is um, I remember, and not wanting to, but I remember being enormously jealous of other friends who were pregnant, and you didn't want to go to things like baby showers and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Because you, like, and yeah. you didn't mean to feel that way about it, but you're like, fuck, it's hard yeah. to go there and watch... Everyone give these presents and get excited for someone else's baby again. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be that real thing. You don't want to be that jealous person, but it just sort of and, and you and you are very happy for it, of course for, for them. Yeah. Yes. But there's just that little twinge yeah. where you're like, yeah. oh man, like well, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially when yeah. you know we know people Andy. who have had their entire family in the time that we've had oh. no children. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they've yeah, kind yeah. of gone back for two and three. <laughs> <laughs> well, me well. and Sharon, if it's any hope, and not that you need hope because that's not what it's about, you know. But um, but I know we were five years before. You know, Tyson yeah. ended up rolling around. So um, I don't know if luck is the word that you want, but what I wish you guys, you know, whatever you're hoping you to happen does happen. Yeah, exactly. You. you don't need Rod ringing you while you're trying it out. Yeah, I won't yeah. be giving my number out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't ring you, Dan. <laughs> Dan and Nadine, thank you so much thank for you guys. coming in. Good luck with the podcast. Thank you. Thank you.